You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 18 minutes after 9 Central African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening here in Johannesburg. And you are live. You are listening to Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jamaah. And of course, you are listening to the discussion. Tonight, Thursday night, every Thursday evening between 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, we do have our panelists who are actually waiting for me to cross over with them this beautiful night. And I see the questions already coming in because I mentioned earlier on, uh, before we started the program with our little shining stars, and our discussion topic this evening is that how to parent our child, uh, our children in this day and age. That's our topic this evening. To all the listeners, mommies, daddies out there, husbands, wives, nannies, nanas, daddies, dadas, listen attentively to our both panelists this evening. Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, well known throughout uh, South Africa, throughout the world, is uh, a very well-renowned alim, respected alim, Malana Salim Karim from Ladysmith. He will be with us this evening. And then we've got our beloved brother, Hafiz Junaid Bayat uh, from Verlam. He's going to give us a small introduction about himself. I see he's got some buddies already, friends, who will be listening to him because I mentioned his name early on. So they say, Malana, are you sure it's Hafiz Junaid Bayat, uh, the teacher? I don't know which but anyway, Ustad, it's a beautiful evening, it's a beautiful night. Let's welcome you to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Malana ahadan wa sahadan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our effort and Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq to practice on whatever nasihat we will inshallah take benefit from and hopefully we could live a better life where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can grant each one of us peace, tranquility, and support. Inshallah, mm. so, uh, as you may have questions, and mashallah, we have Brother Hafiz Junaid with us, also somebody who in the educational field, Gee. and with his input, inshallah, his experience and advice will help, inshallah, to brighten this discussion and broaden this discussion so that we could get a comprehensive idea, the holistic idea of how important it is for us to parent our children according to the sunnah of Nabi Kareem. It's not just bringing children in this world, Mulana, and leaving them to be fed and looked after by maids. Allah gave you a responsibility as a parent that Allah blessed you with masoom children. And the hadith and mafum of the hadith is very clear. That when Allah blesses you with a child, you have three responsibilities. One, first and foremost, keep a good name for your child. Mm. Number two, give them the best Islamic education. And thirdly, when they reach the marriageable age, get them married. Mm. The question here is, we need to do some introspection, Malana. Are we really following the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are we achieving our goals? Or are we missing the points? Or are we shirking our responsibilities as parents? Yes, we brought them into the world. Alhamdulillah, we got the title of being a father or a mother. But the entire process of bringing this child up, nurturing this child, inculcating <laughs> values in this child, and making him a Allah-fearing human being, are we doing this? Or are we turning our, our children away from deen and we are taking them on a road that is not desirable? Mm. So, inshallah, let's hear from Brother Junaid, inshallah. Let's Indeed. give him the opportunity 
as Indeed. he said, you know, Al-Amru Fawqa, al- yeah, Al-Amru Fawqa Al-Adab. Sometimes when you give an instruction, Morana, Al-Amru Fawqa Al-Adab, sometimes it supersedes Adab. You know, out of respect, you try to do some things, but Alhamdulillah, when you're given an instruction by your Ustad, by your mentor, or whoever it is, your parents, Al-Amru Fawqa Al-Adab. Yes, we all have to adhere to respect and protocol, but when an instruction is given, it supersedes the protocol. Mm. So, inshallah, Hafiz Junaid, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala, accept his efforts, inshallah, you can, inshallah, hand over the, the, the topic to him. Jiyustad, let's uh, cross over to our beloved brother, of course, Hafiz uh, Junaid Bayat. Uh, it's uh, first time, mashallah, he's coming live on Merkaz Sahab. Hafiz Sahab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the discussion. Dads and my little friends all over the country. Jazakallah for the opportunity. Well, I must tell you, you phoned me about two hours ago. Gee. I had just finished a parents' program at a school on the North Coast, and I was driving back. Allah. And I was very happy that you actually asked me to talk about this program because I'm very passionate about it. Mm. And there's a program I created in 2018 uh-huh. called Raising a Powerful Family, Raising a Powerful and Amazing Family mm-hmm. in the 21st Century. Mm. And the reason is the reason I created this program mm-hmm. uh, was because of where we're finding ourselves as a family, as family units as a community and as a country and the ummah on the whole. So when we look at it, I have found, because I've worked with over 120,000 students, so that means I also work with a lot of families. Mm -hmm. Now, what I am finding is, I'm going to give you some key points of where we're finding people now in South Africa. Mm -hmm. The family unit is very broken up. We are very, the five Ds, I'm finding there's a lot of division in family. There is more disunity now than ever before amongst family, especially among siblings and brothers. Mm. Divorce rates have skyrocketed like you can't believe. And we have now, the fifth D, more dysfunctional homes than ever before. And again, I always tell them it's one thing and one thing alone. It's because of what Moana said earlier on, we have slipped away from the path of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So these are some of the things that has, uh, you know, crept into our society. But some deeper, when I had, you know, when I have done the research and I analyzed the situation, some of the reasons are for the family unit breaking up, the chasing of wealth, mm-hmm. where wealth has become, uh, you, you know, I'm just going to digress on this, right? People are now competing, you know, in the team with their wealth. Sure. Before, sorry, uh, let, me, let me rephrase and I'll put you in the picture. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago, when I was a young boy doing hives, we used to see, you know, in community, Muslim families will compete with each other with their wealth. If I had one card, I don't want to buy a ball. You know, that was how it was and it mm-hmm. was fine. But the state that they have reached today in community, people are competing in the deen. I'll give you an example. They want to see who can go for more hajjahs, umrahs, who can give more sadaqah. They're giving bricks. They're making it publicized they, in, in, in workplaces. they put putting jamaat Ours is better than that one. We spent two million. Our masjid, we spent 20. We are competing with the deen. This is not taught to us. <laughs> this is not from our sunnah. It's not. 
This is all our nafs. This is people's desires taking over. And, you, you know, this is what has led this future generation, Generation X, Y, and Z, the kids of today, that is why they have this entitlement mentality and this entitlement mindset. <laughs> okay, so 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 uh, to to my panelists, of course, uh, Malana Salim Karim, and of course our beloved Hafiz Junaid Bayat. I've got about uh, over 16, 17 questions, so I'm going to pose a question each because many many listeners are listening to the program. I've got uh, uh, listeners from Australia, sisters from Australia, from UK, from Canada, Toronto. I've got from the Ay, same. Mashallah, yes, mashallah. yes. So so mashallah. So so we we we. we I'm going to start with uh, with Malana Salim Karim, and then inshallah uh, we're going to go to Hafiz Junaid Bayat. We're not allowed to take names, no uh, vulgar language, please my beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, uh, please uh, we ask again, do not take names or places names yes, uh, Mulana Salim will advise you Hafiz Junaid Bayat will advise you the first question goes to Mulana Salim Karim Assalamu alaikum Mulana Salim very very informative topic I am in an abusive marriage. I feel it is my parental responsibility to create a safe environment for my kids. I have two girls, Molana Salim. My husband is carefree. I fear my girls are dozing off in the wrong direction because of home circumstances. How can I, as a parent, how can I parent them if I am no example? I allow their father to wrong me all time. Anonymous sister, Ustad. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, he was a father, Sarabunala, Ibadi, Hiladina, Sofa. Amabadu, Fawzubilla, he minachay, Pani Rajimi, Bismillah, Rahmani Rahim, Allah Hutala, Filkuranil Bajidi, Walfurkonil Hamid. Inama Amwalukum, Waula Dukum Fitna. وقال تعالى في مقام آخر ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما صدق الله مولانا العظيم. Respected brothers and sisters in Islam. Mubarakbad to brother Junaid. Beautiful introduction. Great passion for education. Mm, I mean, young, energetic, and inshallah, we should take heed to some of the advice that uh, Hafiz Junaid has presented. Mm. My opening statement Unity bonds the family. If we are one unit, it bonds the family. This unity antagonizes it. Mm. And that is why. We have such major problems because we don't know how to communicate. We do not know our responsibilities. We do not know what to prioritize. Mm. So I want to give you a beautiful durood. Tonight is a night of durood. And alhamdulillah, if you read this durood, Allah will honor your family and your children. Is this what we're trying to strive for? We want a healthy family. We want a functional family. And to achieve that, we as parents should require parenting as well. Mm-hmm. So inshallah, if we read this durood often as possible, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will honor you, your family, and your children. What's that durood? 
Every Nabi of Allah got up at Tahajjud time and they supplicated and cried to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for their family, for their wives, for their children. Mm. So the question here is, are we doing it? As I said to you in the beginning, we bring the children into this world I'm too busy, busy chasing behind this dunya. See, I leave that masoom child in the hands of caregivers, nannies, maids. So what do you expect? A person comes and complains to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu and says, my son is of no use. Father Umar called a young man and said, this is the complaint your father has against. You've got no other, you've got no respect, you've got no vision, you've got no focus in life. So the son said to Sayyidina Umar before you scold me, can you call your, my father and I, want, and I want you to ask him three questions. Number one, ask my father who he married. Mm. Number two, Ask my father what responsibility he put onto me. <clears throat> and ask my father what name did he keep for me? Allah Ta'ala asked the father, okay, what name did you keep? And the father gave a name <clears throat> which meant you know the dung when you find animals excreting when it dries up the dung that's left. There's insects in there. So the name of one of those insects, I just slipped my mind now. That was his name. That's why it's so important in Sharia to keep a good name for your child. Because Allah is going to call you by your father's name. Allah is going to call you by your name and your father's name. So make sure that you keep the best name for your child. So ask my father, what name did he keep for me? The meaning of the name was that that bee or that whatever insect that eats the muck that is in the dung. Mm. That's the name he kept for me. So the meaning of the name that you keep for your child has an impact on the character and akhlaq of the child. Huck. Number two, ask my father who he married. He married a slave girl who has no knowledge about deen. So my, mo- my mother is a slave woman. She doesn't know much about deen. As we said, the madrasa, the first madrasa is the lack of the mother. As they say in Urdu, you know, Jab mard parta hai, when a man educates himself, he educates himself. But when a woman educates herself, she educates a nation. <laughs> Because Allah has given her that entitlement 
that she is going to make the tarbiyat of the child. So ask my father, before he has come here to complain about me, number one, ask him what name he kept for me. Number two, ask him who did he marry. And number three, ask him what job has he given me to do. I'm a shepherd. I roam the fields with the, with the goats and sheep. That's what I do. So what do you expect of me? reprimanded the father. So here is a sister that's crying, that Allah has given her daughters, and the father is not playing a pivotal role in the tarbiyat and education of the child. So, kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an You know, when your child is going to stand in front of Allah, mm. and Jahannam is written for your child, before your child goes to Jahannam, she or he is going to beg Allah, Allah, call my parents here, and ask them what education and what tarbiyat did they make for me. Mm. That today I have to go into Jahannam. So, kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an Every one of you are responsible for those who are under your care. So here, the nasihat to the sister and the father, please, for Allah's sake, Allah has given you these children as an amanat. Mm. Have the good name. Give them the best Islamic education. Bring them closer to Allah. Be united. As I said earlier, when you are united, Allah's mercy and rahmat descend. Mm. So... The sister should get up at the Hajjur time, so should her husband, and cry to Allah, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina kurrata a'yun wa ja'alna lil muttaqina imama. Let's go to the second question to our beloved Hafiz Junaid Bayat. Uh, there's a listener from Mauritius says that, welcome to the program Hafiz Ab. Uh, my son is very, very lazy and unmotivated. He locks himself in his room the whole day and night. He doesn't interact with us. He doesn't want to go to school. He doesn't want to do anything with his life. This is his last year of school. I fear he is going to be a failure in life. Sister from Mauritius, Hafiz Ab, Hafiz Junaid. This is actually a very common problem. Everywhere you go nowadays, this generation, they're so stuck with technology. They will go for hours and hours on end in their room just with their devices. But what do we do? Look, I'm going to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And what everybody, this is also, I'm going to answer the question, uh, the question from the listener and the entire audience is listening. Mm-hmm. What we all need to do is we have to have a plan. And the plan is I need to have a framework of how I'm going to bring my family together and raise this powerful family. This one part is the child being the loner. So how do we go about it? The first part, the core of every family. The core of every family are the values and principles we live by. Those that are given to us in the Quran Sharif and by the Sunnah of our beloved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is the principle that we need to live by and the values. So you need to start highlighting these values. You need to highlight what these values that that are that we're going to live by. A very simple value that I like all children to start with is the simple, you know, this value of respect. This generation, uh, you know, somebody comes home, they don't come out of the room. Hmm. You go somewhere, the moment they go to a cousin's, they go to a room and they lock themselves up. Yes. They don't have hmm. manners. They don't have manners. One thing, this respect, I tell them, you like, you come, you go and greet every elder first before you do anything. Somebody comes out, you come out, you greet all the elders. That is respect. We need to teach them manners. 
right? But I'm saying the problem lies in values and principles that we are instilling, right? We're not doing a very good job. We're leaving it to the maktab and the madrasa to instill values. It's not the job of maktab and school to instill values. It's the home thing. Now, when we teach them how to grow up and what values and principles we need to live by, then they will follow that. But if you just leave them, the phone, the series, the media that they're watching, all the that's what's going to instill that kind of values. So that's what they have. The second part of the framework of raising a very powerful and amazing family is about akhlaq, character. We need to have beautiful character. You are an ambassador of the deen on this dunya. So what are you giving off as Muslims? You know, it's very often we say here in South Africa, we see a lot of Muslims, but we don't really see Islam. Mm. You go to other places, there's no Muslims, but we see Islam there. Why is that? It's because of our character. Mm. That is also the character has led to this disunity. The third very key component of a powerful and amazing family is communication and communication styles. Do we still speak in the old way where, you know, like when our parents used to, what they told us, we shut our mouth, we listened, and we did it. This generation, when you tell them what to do, they'll go and do the opposite. So what we have to do is we have to teach this generation with kindness, you know, with love and care, that we teach them how to make good choices and decisions. Mm. So communication is absolutely key. And by the way, parents that are listening, these Difficult topics that we've been avoiding, you know, like your emotions, what's going on, and talking about the taboo topic of sex and sexuality. We have to talk about it now because mm. what is happening, not just only out in the Islamic schools, it's unreal. Okay? The, third, the fourth pillar is about teaching our children to be loving and caring. It's a quality of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He operated from a position of love and care for every single human being, whether they were enemies, whether they were his closest friends, whoever it was. He always operated from a position of love and care. We need to have that. The fifth pillar is about contribution. Mm-hmm. You see, that child that is sitting in the room, they are not contributing to the family unit. You're not contributing in any way. So you need to now bring in some things that will, you can call it chores. People call it chores. I like to call it contribution. So when you say, okay, you are, you need to pick up all the clothes and put it in the basket. You need to wash the dishes. You need to sit down. You may call it chores. I call it in my house. This is your contribution to the success of this family. Mm. Even the communication. When the child is communicating, you tell them, this communication is your contribution to the well-being and the wellness of this family. When you're not contribu- when you're not communicating, then you are not contributing to the family. And then the ultimate, the last pillar of a powerful family is culture. What kind of culture do we have in the family? Mm. And what kind of legacy will this culture leave? To ask yourself about the culture, I always say, ask yourself, if I passed away tomorrow or now, how will I be remembered? What legacy do I leave behind? So that's the kind of culture. You know, like I like to... I like to make it that we like to give, you know, mm. to give and, 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 and teach people how to contribute and give more and more. So you need to ask yourself that question. How do I want to be remembered? How do we as a family want to be remembered? What kind of legacy you want to leave behind? So those are the, I say, those are the six key components that will help any family. You know, having your core mm. values, building character traits, 
communicating and communication styles, caring, contribution, mm. and culture. So, 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 Hafizab, do, do, for the sister in Mauritius, do we, tell her, uh, do we tell her to send her son maybe to a psychologist or maybe to a counselor, or needs counseling or what? I'm just asking. I, he may, may need, uh, there's too many variables right now for me to know, but I can safely say we need to go back to values and principles. We need to know what values he's operating on. Mm. What values? You know, what are, what are his beliefs? So we need to pull back down. This is no disrespect to the sister or that family, but I'm not judging you in any way. What I'm saying is let's reinstill the proper, the correct values for him. And if the sister needs, you're most welcome to contact me. I'll do a session for him mm. to see what is going on. Mm. And I can give you a report. Zero eight four seven eight six three one three two. I'm sitting with over 30 questions, so I'm going to try and choose the questions. Uh, Ustad, are you there with me? Do you want to give her maybe a bit of an input uh, to the sister in Mauritius? Or can I pose the next question to you, Ustad? Let's go for the next question. There's a, there's a question here from uh, Gabaron uh, in Botswana. It says, Molana uh, Salim, my daughter is 12 years old. She has always been quiet in school and in Madrasa, Molana Salim. But Molana Salim, always respectful and caring. Now, all of a sudden, she has completely changed. She has become rude, does not listen to the teachers, refuses to do work. She mopes around pretending to be depressed, yet around her age mates and peer, she is bubbly. Ustad, from Gabaron. Ulana, beautiful question. And this is what we are facing, Ulana. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we really understand the temperament of our children? The mizaj, as we say. Mm-hmm. As I said, Ulana, we brought these children into this world. Alhamdulillah. But how much do I know about the good qualities or the strong points of my child or the weak points. MashaAllah, as the child was initially very quiet, very respectful, alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. something happened somewhere that triggered yes. a reverse action when mm. we threw things. Manana is, one is the environment, the school or the madrasa, the friends. Secondly, is the friends and associates that she has been lately associating. And that is why it's so important for parents. Monana, in the olden days, we as parents, I mean children, were never allowed to go and stay over at anybody's house, whether it's the brother's house or sister's house. It was so important. Yes, there's mm-hmm. a function, you attend, you come back home. Your home was your fault. Your parents were your protectors. As I said to you, Monana, we have let the reins loose. Yalla. Mm-hmm. I got no time. Mm-hmm. When my child comes yeah. to me and says, Daddy or Abba, I need to speak to you. Sorry, I'm busy with my cell phone now. Can't you see? I'm watching television. I don't have time. This word, I don't have time, will bring tears of blood for you as this child grows up. Because you're supposed to be this loving father in all aspects, emotionally, mentally, physically, Spiritually, inshallah, mm. looking at holistically of this whole child, how I can beautify this child. You see, Morana, when you give a sculpture, mm. a piece of wood or stone, uh-huh. with a chisel and hammer, he makes a masterpiece. So Allah Pak has given us this children. Every child is born on the fitrat of the natural Allah has kept, natural pure instinct in the child. 
It is the parents who either make the child a Christian, a Jew, or an atheist, or whatever it is. So here is a girl that's 12 years old. All right. I don't know whether she's reached the age of maturity. She, if she's reached the age of maturity, then obviously the type of friends and associations that she has, or now they are going, as they said, we have given them uh, a cell phone. We have no control, no parental control, what programs, what apps they can go into and what they can't do. You have given them a destructive, you've given them the gun with a loaded gun with bullets. Hmm. So obviously you are going to face the consequences. So in this case, maybe something has affected this child. Maybe inshallah, get an alim or an alima, especially an alima, or get a social worker or get a life coach, inshallah. Let the child sit with an independent person and speak a heart out. Ustad, can, then, I, Ustad, can I stop you there? Don't you yes. think maybe maybe the child needs a bit of a hiding? I'm just saying, when I mean hiding, I don't mean like he's hiding, he's in hiding. Because maybe our children, they don't get hiding from, from their parents. Can I, can, can I come in here for a second? G, 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 uh, the, the, the reason I want to do this is, I've had an exact same case, not even two months ago. Yeah, Allah. Exact same scenario. Child was... Yo, beautiful, everything she was fine. Until something happened, they didn't know, they called me and they said, officer, please come in, do an yeah. assessment, check out the yeah. child. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what happened. With, and this child was two years older than this one. So like you're looking at about 14, she was 14, 15 years old. Grade uh-huh, uh-huh. 10. And when I sat with that child, that girl, and I spoke to her, and you know what triggered out this wild behavior where she started going like this crazy, uh-huh. mad with no respect, nothing. Something happened, like what Morano is saying, she was abused. She was abused by her uncle, the father's brother. When she told her brother about it, Salah, this guy, instead of helping her, he actually joined the party. Now, in her head, she goes, these are the people who are supposed to protect me. This is what they're doing to me. And because she came from, you know, a well-known family, she didn't want to speak out. And because I think one somebody told her, you're going to split this entire family up. Inna so we don't know, you know, these are the things that these girls are experiencing, they're going through. Maybe, like what Mara said, she needs an independent assessment. You have to get, uh, you know, either a social worker, a coach, somebody to sit with her and find this is the surface structure. We need to know what's deeper, what's driving all of these behaviors, what's driving all of these reactions. <laughs> Allahu Akbar, Allahu Allah. You know, we've got, we've, got, we've got about 15 minutes. Uh, uh, Ustad, uh, my question, uh, would, would you think that maybe this girl, she needs a hiding or not? Maybe what Hafizah is saying also is right. How do you know she's speaking the truth or not, Ustad? Molana, you know, by beating a child, first of all, corporal punishment is forbidden in Islam. Uh-huh. Okay. By hitting a child, you make the child more stubborn. There's yeah. many other ways to discipline the child. But you see, what Habisab is saying is 100% correct. I'll tell you what the problem is, Molana. Uh-huh. As parents, when my child comes from school, when they are doing their homework, do we have a family mashwara or a family meeting? Mm. Do we take talk and ask my daughter or my son, you went to school today, how was your lessons? How was the teacher... What did you learn today? Or what difficulties or challenges did you face today? We don't do that. Mm. Absolutely. Here is the child that's been abused. Morana, this is what happens to abused children. Mm. I have a case just now. One of the staffs came to me and said, Morana, 
I've adopted this child, but I haven't told him who his biological parent is. So I called the child with great hikmat and wisdom, and I said, you know, uh, what is the importance of a mother? How do you love your mother? How would you treat your mother if tomorrow something happens to her? He said, no, I will miss her, Morana. I will stand up for my mother. I will defend her. Anyway, I took him on a, on a journey. And he understood. Yes, he burst out crying when he realized that this is not his biological mother. He, she's adopted him because his original biological mother abandoned him. So she took this child and grew him up. So he's a 10-year-old boy sitting in front of me. I sat him down, inshallah, and counseled him. Mm. So today the mother called me and she says, Morana, the day when you spoke to him, I was sitting there. He broke down and cried. I took him home. I showed him love and everything. And now it's almost a month. Morana, his whole behavior has changed. He's smoking. He's become rebellious. He wants to fight. He wants to hit. He doesn't want to do his schoolwork. His madrasa work is definitely going down. I need you to sit and talk to my child. So this is what I'm saying. That what Hafizab is also emphasizing, that we are not connected with our children, Molana. Mm. Like with our staff, yeah. we, every morning we have a briefing. Today, what is our challenge? Today, what is our target? And all managers, this is the instruction for today. Mm. In the evening when you're closing up, you call in your HODs or you call in your, your managers. What was the challenge for today? Mm. When we, this is what Havisa was saying earlier on. We're just chasing behind wealth. We are not worried about the wealth that Allah gave you, which we are responsible for. The wealth that we are responsible for, Allahu Akbar. We are worrying about this, this dunya. It will come to an end. It will destroy you. Innama amwalukum wa awladukum fitna. Allah says in the Quran, verily, your wealth and your children are great. Mm. So, I think, Mulana, as parents, every day without fail. Whether your son is in metric or the child is in grade RR, you need to take 15 minutes of your time, quality time, and have an open discussion. All parties present, mother, father, and every other person that's in that family. Mulana, then only you'll get to know the strong points of each and every child and the problem, and maybe the input that will come with Shura from each of your siblings, all five fingers are not the same, Mulana. All five children yeah. are not the same. All of them are not high flyers. See, Allah Ta'ala has given each one a speciality, alhamdulillah, in their own way. Mm. But if we want to resolve the family dispute and we want the unity, Mulana, we need this mashura and family meeting on a daily basis. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah. 084-786-3132 to Junaid Bayat. Uh, anonymous hey. listener says here to Junaid Bayat, my wife has not spoken to my mother for three years now. She just can't get over it. Anything to do with my family is a problem. I'm frightened to mention anyone of my family in front of her. Nowadays, women abuse their husbands, physically hit them. Anonymous to Junaid Bayat. Hafizab. Look, this, this now is stemming from, you can see, that, that the wife, that's her upbringing. That was her, that's how she was brought up. So if she was brought up in a violent environment, that's how she's going to behave. Mm. And the key here is, how is she, look, you know, is, is she working? I'm pretty sure she's probably working, and she's probably earning her own money. And, you know, it, it, 
very often that's the reason. You know, when they become a little bit too independent, uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not against being, you you have to teach them to be independent. But sometimes you have some some women, and this is what I've experienced, Mm -hmm. from the vast experience that I've had, those that, you know, they work and then suddenly they feel, okay, they're earning and now they can call the shots. And that's when now they start dictating and this and this, you know, this is how I want things. This, this, I don't want to come to your house. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go see your mother. I don't. Then suddenly it becomes, you know, very abusive. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how do we go about changing this is, again, it comes down to these values, but I'm going to give you a word. And the word I use here is, this family should adopt this. The word poised. P-O-I-S-E-D. Mm-hmm. Now, why did I use the word poised? If you look at the meaning of the word poised, it's about how we carry ourselves out, wherever we are. So what does it mean? The P stands for you need to become more purposeful in your life spiritually first. If you have no spiritual purpose, your physical world now becomes, you know, you're just chasing, you're living life day to day, week by week chasing. If you got no purpose, so we know ultimate purpose is to go to Jannah. But how are we going to get that? What's the goal? How do I? I, need, I know I have to read five daily salah. I need to read Quran. I need to do all these things. I need to have a plan. You have to have all these goals. So become purposeful people in your family. So you're living with intention. And not only that, it makes you opposite of the rest of the world. The rest of the world is in reactive mode. They're putting on fires. We become proactive because we know exactly what we're working towards. The O stands for you have to become optimistic, right? There's too much of doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. We need to instill more positivity, more hope in, in people. The I in the poise stands for integrity. I know it's, it sounds like our oh, common sense, but it's not common practice, mm-hmm. you know? So integrity is about ethics, morality, and, you know, being responsible as a human being. And then this S, and the poise stands for being supportive, right? Creating the fa- the functional family, uh, you know, putting family first. It's a, it, one of our family v- uh, values in my house is we have this thing called family always comes first. Mm-hmm. Especially when you've got, you know, boys and girls. My son, I remember when he came 11, 12, 13 years old, he always wanted to go with the friends. And eventually I had to sit him down and teach him, listen, boy, those are friends. This is your blood. When you are in dire state, these are the people who you're going to turn to and these are who's going to support you. So we had to come up with this thing, family always comes first. No matter what, if you make plans with friends, you drop it because family comes first. So supportive. The E in the poise stands for we need to have empathy. Empath- uh, we need to become empathetic, right? Mm-hmm. We need to be more caring, more kind, because there's too much hatred now. And the D stands for we must become driven, determined. We must have this desire for Jannah like it's right in front of us. So it makes us more driven and more motivated to want to go and achieve it. Because this is what Nabi Sallam taught us, how to carry ourselves, how to conduct ourselves. So this is just putting it in a modern, you know, in the modern language of what this generation is. Carry yourself, be poised. You know, this will help them big time. Also, also for that guy, that the, the, the listener, the, the the person who posed that question, uh-huh. you need need to go back to go back to Quran. 
I always tell them, you know, when you have problems, you can do one of two things. You either go talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you get on the musalla, or you listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking to you. And how do we listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking to us? We read his kalam, his Quran. Mm. That's Allah talking to you because that's his word. Because the Quran tells us, Murana will tell us the ayah, right? I don't want to quote the ayah, I'm not an alim. But the Quran is a shifa for everything besides that. <laughs> so what I suggest the brother do is, he needs to do a lot of istighfar and mm. read a lot of Quran now. Read mm. Quran. Read mm. Quran and do a lot of istighfar. Allah Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah Well, uh, 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 our time is up So what I'm going to do, inshallah I'm going to pose uh, I'm going to pose one more question To 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 both Mulana Salim Karim And of course to our panelist uh, Hafiz Junaid Bayat And this question goes to both of you You know, but, but anything um, Anyway, something just came to my mind uh, Because I'm reading this question That came to me right now It's an urgent question uh, But inshallah, uh, whatever came to my mind I, w- I will pose this question, inshallah Just before the end of the program To Hafiz Ab and to Mulana Salim Karim uh, Ustad, are you there with me? There's a listener says here to both the panelists, to Brother Junaid and to our senior Mulana Salim Karim. My child is 15 years old. She's more open to her male science teacher than her own father. She basically tells the teacher everything, Ustad. But she doesn't want to tell her father. She does not want to be open to her father. She doesn't trust her father. I, as a mother, what do I do? Now she tells me she wants to go to his house and speak to him. My question is to both the panelists. She doesn't trust her father. I need help urgent. I'm losing my daughter. Ustad. Well, this is a red flag already. Astaghfirullah. Ya Allah. Uh, you can't give in. You can't give in. Mm. There's something. This is a dysfunctional parent mm. relationship. The reason uh, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, Whoever Allah has given a daughter first, mm. Allah has sent mercy and rahmat to that family. And as I said in the beginning, Mulana, it is a joint responsibility of both mother and father to sit the child, talk to the child, win the confidence. You should also be a friend to your child, Mulana. As you are a parent, you also need to be a friend to your child. That with limitations, inshallah, they should be free to engage with you. Mm. Now, what's the need? Malana, you are opening the doors of fitna. If she is now going to be talking to a ghair mahram, whether he's a teacher or whatever it is, he's a ghair mahram. Uh-huh. The young lady, Malana, she definitely, this is going to lead to lots of fitna and issues later in life. Mm. So it Absolutely. shows that somewhere along the line, there isn't, a, there isn't communication between daughter and father. And the mother needs to come in here, Mulana. Sure. I mean, obviously, daughters always confide in their mothers. Indeed. So in this case, the mother should also take the initiative and sit the daughter down, listen to her problems, her concerns. Mulana, teenagers have many issues. They are looking for guidance also, Mulana. They're looking for Siratul Mustaqim. Mm. And you have to use a lot of tact, wisdom, and hikmat when you are talking to children, as Brother Abhisab said earlier on that today's children are just this different kettle of fish. Mm. We have to use different methods, inshallah, and methodology somewhat to make the teenagers understand. Mm. But this is a red flag. If she is confiding in the teacher and then, inshallah, speaking about her methods to a teacher, this is definitely a red flag, not in any case allowed and should be just 
continued with immediate effect, Molana. So, Ustad, so, so, Ustad, so, 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 Hafiz, so, Hafiz, say the teacher is innocent and the teacher doesn't have this, uh, this bad, 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 evil thoughts. Say the teacher is innocent. So, still, too, you'll tell her not to go to the teacher. Uh, Hafiz, up. I actually would not allow that at all, no matter who it is. Uh, in fact, I don't think the teacher is innocent. He's leading her on. That's why she's clutching and holding on to him. Because any child, whether male or female, when you tell them things that they want to hear, they clutch, they hold on to you. Yes, yes. Mm. So he's probably understood the situation. And from the way it's worded and the way you spoke it and told us and the way the mother has put it, it there's more to this than, than meets. I'm pretty sure he's told her certain things that she wants to hear. And that's why she's latched on to him and doesn't want to let go. The mother should actually get in touch with the school and tell the principal that we need to stop this communication by all, even if it means them getting a restraining order. Yeah, Allah. It's going to cause the child to be very bitter for now, but we rather tackle the bitter pull now and, you know, take the taste now so that we don't suffer later. Later will be worse. Mm. I see the mother says who start. Uh, the mother is saying yeah, she, she she just sent a message says uh, she becomes very defensive if you have to speak bad about the science teacher who start. That's what I'm saying, Marana. Hmm. This is what will happen because now she's confided. She's got the compliment. She's got the support. Yes. All that goes with it. So she's comfortable. She's in a comfort zone. What the father is supposed to give the love and attention and compassion to his daughter. She's finding it and seeking it elsewhere. So the father needs to change his attitude. His mindset needs to change. As it is said, you know, too many people getting older, but not growing up. Allah Akbar. Too many people getting older, but not growing up. Allah has given this father uh, such a beautiful daughter. Mm. She's a from the fire of Jahannam. Where am I sending my daughter to? In which direction? Remember, respected brothers, we are answerable to Allah for these amanat that Allah has given to us. You see, a good education, I'm ending it here. Mm-hmm. A good education can change anyone. But a good teacher can change everything. Mm. So this teacher should be more sensible to say that, let me go to the parent of this child yes. and explain to the parent that, see, your child is talking to me private matters, your Mm. home issues, which is supposed to be confidential. There seems to be a problem between y'all and this child. Can you guys take over, inshallah, and assess the situation? Mm. That's Mm. what the teacher should do. Mm. Mm. Not accommodate that child because it's juicy stuff. Ya Allah. Allah. I'm I'm, I'm playing with the emotions now. Shaitan is getting closer and closer and closer. Mm. Tomorrow, when he's worn her confidence, he will ask her to do, Allah forbid, I'm not saying the teacher will do that, but Shaitan will eventually Indeed. do one thing, and then tomorrow we hear another scandal in the school or mm. in the home. Hafizab, mm. your, your, your final conclusion, your final point, I see the mother, my, my, I, 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 I see, Hafizab, I see the mother is saying here, yeah, I think she's hurt to start. The mother says, but the father is busy having affairs with other women. Maybe that's why my daughter, maybe that's why my daughter hates him. Hafizab. That's correct. Look, you know, my parting advice is we need to break the cycle of tough love.
We tend to, you know, treat our children with this tough love because we grew up in the cycle of tough love. What do I mean by the cycle of tough love? If I ask you as parents, how many times did your father hug you and hold you and tell you, son, I love you for no reason? Yes. You don't count mm. you don't count janazas, you feel very little. Why? Our parents looked at it like this. They said, hey, I gave you clothes to wear, gave you food to eat, to put a roof over your head, sent you to school. For them, that was love. We turned out okay. This generation don't turn out okay when they don't get that. In fact, the statistic is alarming. A child growing up in South Africa requires seven hugs and I love yous a day to grow up confident. And if they don't get it, they don't turn out okay. So we need to break the cycle of tough love because what happens is if we carry on with the cycle, the needs, the emotional needs get met outside because I'm not, the needs are not getting met at home. If you're not getting the hugs and I love you at home, they will get it outside. When you watch kids, when they go to school, the first thing they do when they meet their friends, they'll go and hug them. When they're leaving, bye, love you. Why? That need is not there at home, so the need gets met outside of the home. So my parting advice is we have to break the cycle of tough love, mm. especially to our girls. We need to treat them like the diamonds that they are, mm. and we need to, you know, make them our good best friends. Talk to them. Get down to their level. Mm. There's nothing wrong with you playing with your daughter, having fun with them. You know, obviously within Sharia, right? But get to know them, talk to them, take our time every day. You know, you show them love, hold them, kiss them. We're allowed to do that. Do not be hard-hearted. This generation requires a lot of care, a lot of love. So let's break the cycle of tough love. I want to give, I, I hear what Hafizab said, Alhamdulillah. But you know what the real problem here is, Mulana? Uh-huh. This is the curse of Zina. When yeah. you commit yeah, Zina, Zina will make it such that some member of your family will get involved in some form of Zina. One kitab I read, mm. you go seven generations. The problem here is Mulana, the father. He is committing Zina and destroying the real fabric of taqwa, modesty, sharam and haya. Mm. So this father mm. needs to be taken to task. Mm. That's as simple yeah, as that, Mulana. Mm. If this father was for his God, muttaqi, faithful and sincere to his wife, Allahul Azim, this daughter would have been a different child altogether. I have to leave it there to both of you. I say Jazakumullah My engineer needs to leave. So Hafizab, inshallah, maybe we will do part two of this program because there's too many questions outstanding. Inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan, Hafizab in Malana Salim Ustad. Jazakumullah khairan to both of you, inshallah. Tomorrow morning we will be speaking to you again, inshallah. Inshallah, no problem, Mulana. We'll speak. No problem. Amin, inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. It's nine minutes after ten South African time. Wah, wah. Allahu Akbar. You know, I'm looking at this question. I really, really, really don't know what to say. But inshallah, we will get da- we will get down to it. Inshallah, I will. I will definitely. Myself with Malana Salim Karim and our beloved Hafiz Junaid Bayat. Inshallah. From myself and all of you out there, have a beautiful evening. Have a beautiful night. It's a, uh, it's a night of ibadat. For, of course, tomorrow is the day of Yomul Juma. Fi Amanila. From myself and brother Lukonu. Allahumma ahdina wahdibina wahdina sajami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.